Hello and welcome to the Maddest Touches. I'm your host Chris Chusa and this is Charlie Bradford. Welcome back to the Midas Touches. We're back, we're back, we're back. And we are very, very excited to be with you guys for another series. I think we can call it a series. We've had a reasonably long hiatus after a pretty busy summer. It's a weird one, actually, because we're both probably bigger flat fans than we are jumps mm-hmm. fans. But just by the, the nature of um, busy schedules and stuff in the summer, it's just meant that Thursday nights have been quite difficult um but have you had a good summer mate it's been a great summer yeah um can't believe we didn't haven't recorded since what pre-Glastonbury something like that no 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 we did we did one for I think Goodwood we we were back oh uh a weekend around that but still a long time ago I mean that, that was a long long time ago now so yeah, lots happened since then. It's been a great summer. Uh, actually, pretty sad that that it's over. Um, so as people who know me would know, I get quite emotional at the end of summer uh, every now and then. So, yeah, the the bad weather being back is relatively depressing. But you know, always want to look back on on the good times we've had, and uh, there's been plenty of those. So yeah, can't complain really. What what's, about you? What's been your highlight of the summer? The highlight of my whole summer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh, fine. I mean, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot been going on. I don't I don't think I can really pinpoint Come one. On. It's gonna be one weekend. One weekend. Um, no, I can't. You you can't hold me to one weekend. It's been amazing. It's been a great great time. Um, really loved it. Not one moment <laughs> that you can pick out. I can't out. think of one moment. God, it must have been <laughs> a really. The, you put me on the spot. It's clearly been a really good summer. Yeah. You got a memory in it. <laughs> Uh, get back to me i'll think about that okay we'll uh we'll, we'll hold you to that um but yeah it, it feels great to be back we've both put in some proper yards on this weekend's racing uh which is kind of a classic weekend's racing the evenings are drawing in it's getting darker the ground's getting softer and for whatever reason we are more drawn to the flat uh, that we're recording in, but also the flat racing at the end of the season. Um, this week, we're going to be going through three races, the Firth of Clyde up at Air, which uh, we actually had a good winner in last year when I was uh, on holiday out in Croatia, Barefoot Angel won mm-hmm. at a big price. So hopefully we can have a repeat of that. We've also got the Beresford Stakes at the Curra which is an intriguing contest. A few Aidan O'Brien runners. I think he won like nine times in a row or something before last year's, uh, last yeah, year's running with least. Crypto Force, which is actually a weird one. Crypto Force hasn't been seen this season, even though changing hands, now trained by Jonathan Adi Gosden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the final race we're going to be doing is the, the Mill Reef, the big one on the weekend, the Group 2 over at Newbury. They're going to be contending with some pretty soft ground there. I mean, I came back from work today and it was diabolical weather. Mm. So I think that's going to be something we're going to have to take account of over the whole weekend. It looks like at this stage, especially at Newbury. Um, 
but uh, maybe there's a couple of horses that are going to fare well in the in the racing. Mm. Um, difficult, difficult at this time because obviously now we've got to focus on on two year old racing. There'll be some really good two year old clashes towards the end of the season as we're starting to see a clearer picture for the classics for next season. Uh, obviously, the three races we're covering today are all two year old races. Um, a lot of these won't have been seen on on really soft ground, so there's that relative unknown uh, always worth bearing in mind when you're looking at these races but yeah we'll get into that a bit more but yeah it, it will present a challenge certainly definitely definitely just away from the racing though we're also we've got the rugby world cup on behind mm. us right now uh oh my god 82 nil france it's actually you know if you're a rugby fan and you're a betting fan uh the rugby world cup is a great great thing to get involved in the handicap bets i mean it makes the non-exciting games in inverted commas very exciting because you're basically playing to a different scoreline mm-hmm. uh i was out in france actually at nice uh the weekend for the japan game we were watching the tonga ireland game and the two guys i was with were like we well, yeah, are you know let's just go outside and have a drink and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, and I think ended up uh, managing to win by like one point or something. My my game. Um, they won by like 30 or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great one to get stuck into. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely, definitely a fun one. I mean, I obviously don't bet, so less exciting for me, but enjoyable watching you have fun doing that. Yeah, it is. Um, it is for sure. Uh, let's let's dive into the racing though um we're both very excited to definitely to to get analyzing these races let's start at the 230 at the cara the beresford stakes interesting that ryan moore's not going to be there he's out in uh in the u.s riding for Coolmore. so um you know i guess relatively unseen jockeys for Coolmore here mm. in the form of colin Keane, frankie de Tory. Uh, Gavin Ryan obviously gets quite a lot of rides for them. Stromberg currently the favourite for Joseph at, uh, at five to two, and then Grosvenor Square, Navy Seal both at eleven to four, a deep one at fives, uh, and Chief Little Rock at thirteen to two, and then Ozark Days is a hundreds. How do you split the Aiden ones? Do you think that Joseph's horse here has what it takes to to go past them, or is Aiden's uh, record in this race just too formidable for that mm. uh, i mean i think it's probably the latter i think aiden's record in this race is is just incredible he prior to last year as you mentioned crypto force he hadn't lost um this race since 2010 uh interestingly though ryan moore has only ridden the winner of two of those he is often away for this weekend uh, i think it's that race in in australia the the grade one that he's out there for this weekend sorry australia yeah, it's Australia, not America. And he's there again this weekend. But that's not to say that obviously Aiden doesn't have success in this race because he has huge amounts of success anyway, no matter who the jockey. And I think jockey bookings are incredibly important, but it's made more difficult by, as you say, these jockeys don't necessarily ride as much for Coolmore as, say, Shamie Heffernan, for example, who would be the obvious second choice, right, in any normal circumstance. And, or Wayne. Or I Wayne, think. but but Shamey Shane would be and and has ridden their sort of preferred selection in the last few runnings. He he's won three of the last five runnings of this race, so he would probably be on their preferred choice. But given yeah. we've got Frankie, 
Colin Keane and Gavin Ryan here is a bit more difficult. Obviously, uh, the two horses, Grosvenor Square and the one ridden by Frankie Navy Seal, are currently not being able to, uh, not separated in the betting. So there's no clear favourite yet. How I, how would you play it? Why I I play one of the Aiden horses. I probably wait close to the time to see where the money goes because I genuinely do think this is a difficult call between the two. Grosvenor Square once raced unbeaten, looks impressive, well bred. Navy Seal, perhaps even more so in terms of um, by Dabawi out of Athena, who is the same dam as uh, Never Ending Story. That um, yeah, Navy Seal was actually a full brother to to Never Ending Story. He was second in the in the French Oaks, the Prix de Diane. So it's difficult to it's difficult to actually split these two. I I would go against that Joseph Patrick horse. I, I think clearly very talented and and don't wouldn't be surprised necessarily to see that one win but i mean this horse has been beating absolutely nothing by miles so it's really difficult yeah to and know. at very short prices gone off one to five for both the last two starts suggests that really he was just in a league of his own there yeah i mean frankly i'm, I'm actually quite surprised that aiden doesn't have the favorite here and in time he may well do it's difficult because you're probably going to have to keep your powder dry until closer to the to the off time, so you you might get a worse price. But I mean, I do think that uh, I do think that one of Aiden's horses here will win. It's probably more likely between Grosvenor Square and Navy Seal as opposed to Chief Little Rock, but don't rule that one out if the money comes late. But yeah, I, I think one of the two, Grosvenor Square or Navy Seal, for me, just wait a bit close to the time and then follow the money on that one. Yeah, I think that was definitely my analysis of how to play the race if you want a winner you might not be getting value waiting to the last moment but if you want to bet in all three of these races then the likeliest winner is probably the one of Aidan O'Brien's that the money comes for late uh, so I, I'm kind of quite happy to to also sit on that myself uh, and then move up to air for the three o'clock on Saturday which is the Firth of Clyde as I said earlier, we managed to tip up a big price winner in this last year uh, in the form of Barefoot Angel. Richard Farhees won two of the last three runnings of this race and saddles Pretty Crystal here, who's actually my selection in the race as well. I think that, you know, Raika could be could be really smart, looked good at Haydock last time, drew nicely clear under James Doyle, who's been getting some really good rides recently, including warm heart uh, a couple of group ones for that one or maybe it was a group group two at, at york and then a group one in france um owen burrows knows how to train a good one so definitely got to be wary of that but you know 11 to 8 is still short for that one and i'm quite happy to try and take him on here uh great generation again i watched that chester race and great generation seemed to be drawn on the inside at chester which is often a track that has that inside draw bias and got first run. Um, so I'm quite happy to go even further down. And, and Pretty Crystal is that horse. Um, ran in big race at Royal Ascot, was close behind Porta Fortuna. And actually, you know, Persian Dream has come out of that race well, as has Soprano. Persian Dreamer last time picking up a, a group two at Newmarket. Um, and I think Pretty Crystal was tried over too far last time. Seven furlongs, soft ground, probably just tested the stamina, stamina a bit too much. 
back here at six furlongs is going to be perfect. That Ascot run at the end of July again in a, in a Group Three behind Sacred Angel. Um, Sacred Angel went finished fourth in the the pre morning last time at Deauville, uh, which is clearly good form. So you know, happy with that. And then Dazzling Star in that race as well. Uh, who was fourth in that race at Ascot, went out to Woodbine last time and finished third in a grade one there, albeit quite a, a distant third, about six lengths. So no, I think Pretty Crystal here is uh, still available at 10 to one, which seems to be uh, a little bit loose from the bookies. Wouldn't surprise me at all if that one came in, especially with Fahey's recent record in the race. Mm. Um, you know, I think that the ground at the moment is good to soft. I'm not exactly sure what the weather forecast is at uh, upper air, but you know, I think they, I think they may have mispriced this one. Pretty mm. crystal looks pretty good, mate. The, and the nice thing is, that I completely agree with you, <laughs> and for all the exact reasons that you mentioned, you, you laid out really nicely there. I, I wouldn't add anything, honestly. I thought the form behind Sacred Angel was really, really interesting probably close to the best form in this field dorothy lawrence is the only one who i thought on known form has 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 similar um with ties obviously the form behind relief rally who's currently second favorite for the chivley park that's that's impressive but but i, I would maybe worry about the ground for, for for dorothy lawrence and i think you mentioned it earlier as well obviously far he's form particularly but more generally northern trainers form in this race it's difficult for those down in the south the trainers down base down south to come up to air and to to really take on these guys and on their home turf and i think that will prove prove true once again you know they the first two in the market are, are trained by by trainers based down south and I, I just think it's a stiff ass coming up here against horses like pretty crystal who's actually got some really good form in the book and at 10 to 1 seems overpriced to me. I think the only other thing that you didn't mention there was just the fact that this one still holds an entry in the Chibi Park. So, you know, they still think pretty clearly, uh, highly of her. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think I think she's a good bet at 10 to 1. I, I, I really like her chances. Um, she, was, she was also well touted earlier in the season. I remember people tipping up for the Albany, thinking that she'd be a good thing. She won on debut. Didn't quite make it there but ran actually a decent race and and yeah i i think she's got all the credentials here to run a really big race love it in agreement on the first two will we be in agreement on the last one which is the mill reef the 315 newbury uh another six furlong contest here mr sketch is the hot favorite for eve johnson horton seemed to absolutely cruise up at salisbury last time uh and the emir of qatar clearly thought the same because they swooped for the purchase reached deep into his even deeper pockets uh for a little bit of uh, i'm not sure what the qatari currency is but we'll go for dollars here to to purchase mr sketch three days ago um mill reef apparently was the plan all along for eve johnson horton and since the purchase eve said that mr sketch is still flying heavy ground could be the only concern here um but against a field of you know horses who have you know they've been okay hard has been pretty good solid solid performer around mm -hmm. the group level um seven questions the same i mean it's it's interesting for sure that Mr. Sketch is pitched in here. How how do you see the race? 
hugely interesting the fact that the Mr. Sketch got bought I, I think definitely um, I also agree with your point on Hartem I think that Hartem probably holds the best form in this field and really shouldn't be knocked too much for, for what he's done to date I think the price is probably a bit over reflective of, of his last run in the gym crack and he he may be a bit overpriced for that exact reason otherwise he's got fantastic form um, group two form in behind City of Troy, who obviously looked like an absolute monster at Newmarket at the July meeting, and and River Tiber as well, who has had that bubble burst slightly since, but definitely not uh, disgraced out in out in France in a in a group one came third in, in the pre morning. So yeah, Hartem Hartem has some good form, but I have to I have to side with the favourite to be honest, and Ooh. and I know I know. It's it's not exactly the most sexy thing to do, and and but three to one seems a decent price, and and favourites do actually have a good good enough record in the Mill Reef, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. The the market can be be pretty accurate here. I just think that that win last time out was incredibly impressive, and and don't get me wrong, there wasn't much in the field to get really excited about that run, but it it was clearly enough to to as you say get connections excited enough to reach into their pockets and so and they've had group one winning form this year with courage mon ami as well so um clearly going for the going for the the big ones again yeah 100 percent. and and i think it, this could be a, a shrewd acquisition and and as you say evie's always said that this was the the plan all along so yeah i i think that's always encouraging to hear too so i i'd be fairly fairly keen on the favorite though do accept that this is probably the most difficult race of the ones that we've analyzed to to really assess given the ground conditions you know heavy ground as it is currently and and i don't know if it will get um any better than that to be honest so yeah it, it it's it, it wasn't the most straightforward but i just landed on the favorite in the end i don't know what 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 was your take what did you think do you agree yeah to be honest i i thought that if I was going to go anywhere, it would probably be with the the soft ground form, aside from Mister Sketch, because I do think that it's a taking purchase. Um, Red Zone Hero, Michael Bell's not been in fantastic form of late, but mm. you know this one's run twice on on soft ground and and had, has won both and put up a pretty decent RPR in that in that last start at uh, at Donny. Mm. Um, it's a reasonably quick turnaround after a run on soft ground, but. They're only going six furlongs, so it shouldn't be too difficult. <laughs> shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't be too bad. I, I think you said it there. My, Michael Bell's form would be the worry for me on on that horse, but do take your point on on the soft ground. It's, you can make a case for a few of these. I, I don't think that's that's untrue. But Mister Sketch could just be a lot better than all of them. And we said this before. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think in terms of a ceiling, Mister Sketch is the most exciting on paper. Definitely. And, yeah, and, and look, it, it should be a good race. Let's see what let's see what happens. Hundred percent. Well, it it looks for whatever reason, and this wasn't by design. We've agreed with each other on all three, Mm-mm. and I mean, listeners of the podcast, long term listeners of the podcast, <laughs> will know that actually, when Charlie and I agree with each other on these selections, they do actually tend to run pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys are listening to this comeback episode. Let's hope that this week is one of those weeks. Um, it, it, one of the greatest comebacks it, of all time. I know. They're going to be talking <laughs> about it. huge treble. 
they're going to be talking about it up and down the country um it's it's terribly exciting who uh and what are you up to over the next couple of weeks what else can we be excited about in the world of charlie bradbit um i don't know i i feel i've got loads going on but i can't really tell you what that is at the moment um i was yeah meant to be in france with you last week had to cancel that unfortunately and then actually had to cancel a weekend to to cornwall this week so it's been a couple of weekends of cancellations but you know i've I've managed to find fun other things to do in london anyway so so not too uh, unhappy with that i have got my work summer party on next thursday quite a late time to do a summer party isn't it end of summer mate end of summer end of summer they should probably call it end of summer party but yeah i've got that on next week so that could be could be pretty fun be behaving myself of course but you know yeah of course of course you've got to be on your best what about you though go on you must uh, I'm, p- I'm playing a, a final of a golf tournament really? on Sunday, which should be should be good fun. Um, very nice, very nice. Uh, but other than that, just be watching the racing and the Rugby World Cup. Big game this weekend, Ireland versus South Africa to get excited about. Uh, but yeah, other than that, racing, mm. uh, get back in the swing of things, head down, back to school. Let's get some winners. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Fingers crossed for a couple of those. Um, just going back to as well, I was <laughs> got my calendar up here because that's actually how bad my memory is. But I really enjoyed going up to Edinburgh again. Obviously, people may know Tristan and I went to Edinburgh University together. So uh, it was good. A bit of a trip down memory lane up there. I was there for the Fringe last month. Very, very fun. Would recommend anyone to go. It's uh it's a really good time. Watch some incredibly funny uh, comedy, um, and among other things. So that was that was a highlight. There were loads of other things, but I just, just can't, I can't remember, reel through can't them. Remember what they were? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you can remember when we get three winners out of three this weekend. Uh, good luck to everyone who's had a bet. Good luck to anyone else who's got selections in other races across the weekend. We are looking forward to hopefully being able to recap on a number of winners next week. But for now, it's a goodbye from me, Tris. And it's a goodbye from me, Charlie. Goodbye. Goodbye.